not going to keep you a long time, I promise. But uh, definitely want to focus today on the children, and that's what we have done. I want to say thank you, Sister Amber, for coming to the Palace of Praise. How many of you guys enjoyed Brother Sirstad last Sunday night? Amen. Well, that's their granddaughter right there. Is the Sirstads. This is their her grandmother and grandfather that was with us last Sunday. So she's really blessed to have them as uh, her grandmother and grandfather. I know she looked at our offering. You said, "Well, why was that weird numbers at the end of twelve dollars and seventy four cents?" The reason why I put that on there is it goes for Psalm one hundred and twenty seven and four, which says, "As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth." The reason why those numbers were at the end was linking it to a verse for us at the Palace of Praise. Mark chapter 9, I'm going to read a few verses here to kind of give you the story and the context of the story. I'd like to remind you that we are having revival this week starting on Wednesday night. And we'll have it Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday night. And on Sunday morning and Sunday night with Brother Timothy Spell. Look forward to that. There will be no Bible quizzing on Thursday night because of the... Uh, revival there, but we will be having something on Saturday. Anybody know what Saturday is? Prayer. Some of you all church prayer. I tell you what, that was pretty weak. Why don't you turn around and shake someone's hand, make sure they're awake. Amen. Say save our children. Amen. Or at least, amen. Shake it in their hand and wake them up there. Amen. It's kind of surprising. We used to have church for about three hours every service around here. We were doing all right. Amen. Maybe we needed more coffee today. Amen. Or maybe there's just a spirit of depression upon our ladies dressed in black. Amen. Because of the fact they're not going to get that delicious meal. But I won't go there. Mark chapter 9 verse 14 says this. We welcome all of our guests. We are so glad you're here today. And when he came to his disciples, he saw a great multitude about them and the scribes questioning them. And straightway all the people when they beheld him were greatly amazed and running to him saluted him. And he asked the scribes, what question ye with them? And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son which hath a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth, and gnasheth with his teeth, and pineth away. And I spake to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. And he answered him and saith, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him, and when he saw him, straightway the spirit tear him. And he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming. And he asked his father, how long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, of a child. Of a child. And oft times it hath cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said unto him, you know, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. Why? Because this has been going on quite a while, folks. Been going quite a while this has been going on with his child. 
When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto them, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more into him. And the spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him, and he was as one dead, insomuch that many said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he was coming to the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could not we cast him out? And he said unto them, This kind come, can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. By the help of the Lord, for just a few moments, I want to speak on this title, Let the Children Speak. Let the Children Speak speak. Lord, help us today, God, with handling your word. Help every individual that is in this house today, God, to hear your word. As we deal, God, with this very important subject, God, our children, and how important they are, Lord, to our society, to the church as a whole, for they are the creation of your hand. Help me, Lord, I pray, God, give me wisdom in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. And you may be seated. I want to focus on the one, some phrases that are located in verse number 18 to begin, it, begin this message tonight. It's very important that you understand the symptoms. The symptoms are the effects to truly comprehend the significance of the power of this dumb spirit. First phrase is this, and wheresoever he taketh him, the he is referring to this spirit or the devil. And the word take has a powerful meaning in this verse because it literally translated means this, seize, to seize, apprehend, or literally possess, folks. That spirit literally took control of this child. Wheresoever means that that child was subject to the will of that spirit. It could lead him to the fire, it could lead him to the water, it could lead him to another dangerous place, and the child was helpless to resist it. Tareth means to wreck, to crack, disrupt, or lacerate, folks. And the Bible says he teareth him. The spirit would throw him into the fire or the water to destroy him. He would dash him against the rocks or dash him against a wall, folks, to hurt him or torture him to the point he would go into convulsions, folks. Another phrase is, and he foameth at the mouth, was as if he was mad because he was so possessed by this spirit. Everybody say, the child. It was a child. The next phrase is gnashes with his teeth. And I believe the reason why he was doing that was because he was in so much pain because of the torment of this spirit. And the last phrase is this, and pineth away. That means to desiccate, which literally means to dry up or to dehydrate this body. This spirit was literally taking the water and caused him not to be able to absorb water into his body. There's a sermon there. Everybody heard about living water? Yeah. Can you get your mind around how bad this situation was for this child? The Bible, Bible clearly reveals the cause. The Bible states that the boy had a dumb spirit. The word dumb isn't referring to the IQ of the spirit. Dumb is not referring to the IQ of the young boy, folks. 
dumb is referring to mute, as in mute. It was referring to the effect. Everybody say effect. The effect of that spirit upon the child. The effect of the spirit was in silencing the child. Let me put it another way. The spirit eliminated the child's ability to communicate to others his true pain and torment, folks. Silencing the voice of a child. And today I'm preaching by the help of the Lord. Let the children speak. We are still battling with a spirit today that wants to silence the voice of our children. And again, Brother Darian has already addressed that today. Millions of the voices of our children are being silenced annually by abortions. Yes, since 63, 50 to 60 million have been. But worldwide, folks, at least 1.5 billion, get your mind around that, 1.5 billion plus children have been aborted since 1980. You say, well, you're just making those numbers up. You can find those numbers at numberofabortions.com. You can see a little clicker that's going as it, it is kind of keeping up with the statistics. Drugs, folks, are silencing our children in America today. Abuse is silencing our children today. Can I get a witness in the house? Hear me. Suicide is silencing our children today. Get your mind around this, from 1999 to 2016, 1,309 children ages 5 to 12 took their own lives in this United States of America. That means one child, 12 and under, died of a suicide every five days for 17 years straight on an average, folks. And from 2013 to 2017, there was 3.5 per day that died. That means that a child, 12 and under, is dying at a rate of two per week in this United States of America. Hey, what will it take to stir us up in regards to our children? How what's going to stir us up to the loss and the silencing of the voice of our children? As in our story today, when the child could not speak because of a spirit, hear me, let me put it another way, before the kid could speak, before the child could speak, someone else had to become the voice for that child. Hear me, a voice that was motivated by love and compassion and concern, a voice that clearly understood how desperate the situation really was for the child, a voice that understood that the physical abuse of this child, it was bad, really bad, a voice that understood that this child had suffered enough, a voice that represented a helpless and a hopeless child, a voice that had learned through experience, hear me, the not everyone, not everyone has an answer, no matter how close of an association they have to Jesus. Not everybody who says they're a part of Jesus has a concern and a compassion for our children. Do you hear me? A voice that knew to whom they needed to speak. A voice that cried with a burden and compassion, Master! This child needs help. 
a voice that was not pleading for their personal needs. A voice focused on the desperate spiritual need of a child. I'm afraid that we have too many parents that are so desperate in prayer for their kids' career and for them to be successful in life. But how much more important is their spiritual need? And parents aren't recognizing they need to be a voice. Come on, somebody needs to say amen. Hear me, a voice that realized that the only hope they had was in getting that child to Jesus. That's the reason why we need to support and give to SOC. That's the reason why we need a burden for our children because we need to understand the urgency and the need to save our children. We can be that voice, folks. First, in prayer. We need to be praying for our children. Folks, the spirit has not changed. The devil is not given up. He's even more aggressive in our day today against our children. Come on, that's the reason why we need to support and pour money into things that will help our children. We need a church that knows how to intercede for children. Come on, there needs to be a voice coming from us, the adults, before there are voices from our children. We need to be standing in the gap and making up the way for our children. We need a voice that does more than just talk. We need a voice that will put their money where their mouth is and through that support, get children to Jesus and make it possible to let children speak for themselves. A voice that is determined not to quit because if we, at first we do not succeed, the church needs to keep trying and trying and trying and trying again, folks. I don't know about you, but I don't want to see one child lost. We need to fight for the souls of every kid, not just the kids that are sitting on the pews at the Palace of Praise, but look around this community. Look at in our grocery store. Look at them walking down the street. Look at them everywhere you go. Folks, we need to be praying and fighting for the souls of those kids too. It's not just about mine. Oh, Lord, my God. It's for every child, folks. We are in a spiritual battle. We got kids that cannot sleep at night. Why? Because they're tormented by spirits, oppression, and depression. My Lord and my God, we have the power in the church through prayer to liberate children from these spirits of oppression and depression. We have power with God to be able to have a key in prayer to loose our kids. Can somebody say amen? When other miracles involves children, get this, because this is important for you to notice. When the miracles involved in the children, you would find these labels. The ruler's daughter. The centurion's servant. The widow's son. But I think it is so interesting. In this story, we find this statement. Just one of the multitude. First of all, there's a whole lots of people out there there's a multitude of people out there. They cannot find an answer for their kids. 
They do not have an answer for their kids. You got people that don't know a lot about God that I believe are praying to something out there saying, hey, if there's a God, could you help me with my kids because I don't know what to do with my kids. They seem to be oppressed. They seem to be hooked on drugs. They seem to be influenced by gangs and all kinds of other things. Hey, God, if there's a God, would you help me? How much more of a church that knows who God is and his name is Jesus have a burden for our kids to reach for our souls of our kids. My Lord and my God, we know where the help is and we need to turn to our God for help. But the story clearly states one of the multitude. What did Jesus, what Jesus did wasn't based on the social, political, or the economical status of the parent of this child. Jesus did what he did simply for the child. He shouldn't, we shouldn't be motivated by anything else than the fact that a child is a soul and they are the creation of our God. It's not about what we can get out of it. It's what we can give to kids that really matter. Our theme this year at the Palace of Praise is one word and it is I can't hear you, and it is. I preached our keynote message that for that theme recently, which Brother Darian mentioned just a moment ago, and the title was Increase Our Faith. Again, the, the label faithless generation is used in our portion of Scripture today. And look at it. It was attached to them because of their inability to help a child. Church, we don't need an increase of faith in 2019 for a raise on our job. We don't need an increase of faith so we can have a better car or a new car. We don't need an increase in faith from God so we can have more money in our bank account or have a new home or a better home or this or that. We don't need faith in God so we can increase materially. We need an increase in faith because there are people who desperately need God in this day and hour in which we live. Folk, it's not just adults, my Lord and my God. There are children that need somebody to tell them about God. Come on, I've never seen it, never heard so much of it in my life of just little children that are killing themselves because of being bullied in school. My Lord, I, I can't even hardly get my mind around that, wrapped around that and it's such a young age that they would commit suicide or even think about suicide. You know what, that lets me know that we are dealing with things greater than something that's physical. We are dealing with something that is spiritual. These are spirits that are seeking to destroy our children and our young people. Honey, those spirits are aggressive. Thus, the church needs to be just as aggressive in our prayer, in our fasting, and in our desire. I want to ask you, how much one child is worth? How much would you pay to keep just one child out of hell? Honey, you can't put a price on the salvation of the soul of a child. We need to do everything we can do. We need to give everything we can. Why? Because it is for our children. Everybody say, our children. 
Folks, that is the greatest resource we have in this world is our children. It's not gold and silver or oil or coal or any of those things. Our greatest resource is our children. Oh, some of you, you're not agreeing with that because you, you got stock in gold or whatever and you hope it goes higher. I'm going to tell you what, the greatest investment we can make here is to pour ourselves into our children. Come on, that's the reason why we need to have our young people up here on the platform singing praises unto the King of glory so we're investing in our children. That's the reason why we have our young men sitting on the platform here today. Why? Because we are investing in our young men and our children. Why? They're our greatest resource. Get it here, folks. Whatever is in your banking account someday, when you take your last breath, it will not matter anymore. Your new car, your new home, nothing's going to matter anymore. I know I'm talking like an old man because now I'm a little older than I used to be and yes I have the eight kids and have the seven grandkids and I understand a little bit more about life but I understand the priorities we need to put in people and in children because when I pass off the scene there's still going to be some children that are here at the palace of praise that by the help of God they're going to keep holding on to truth, teaching truth, preaching truth and living truth folks our kids are valuable to us and to God all I can say is we need an increase in faith. Why? To help us reach people. And whatever faith is required, whatever effort must be expended, and whatever fight must be fought, it's worth it for the liberation of a child or of an adult in 2019. Can I get a witness in the house? I'm almost done. I'm going 90 miles an hour to try to get done before some of you get done or before your coffee wears off today. But, hon, this thing I'm talking about today is of paramount importance. This is not just about a fundraiser called SOC. It's about the souls of boys and girls, men and women that I'm talking about today. I would like to draw your attention today as I'm wrapping this up to the other side of the issue. You may think to yourself, oh, he's making a big deal out of nothing. So what is the big deal about all this? They're not an adult, they're just a child. Well, think about this. This story that we read just a few moments ago reveals how important the child was to the spirit. Get your mind around that. Oh, they're just kids. They don't really matter. Look at the story. The story reveals how much the Spirit valued this house that he could dwell in, folks. Did you hear me? The Spirit valued the child. Because the Spirit didn't give up just because someone else expressed a desire to see the child liberated, folks. Jesus' words revealed it in verse number 29 when he said this, This kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. 
What Jesus was saying is this spirit values his house to such an extent. He's not going to come out without a fight, but he values this kid to the point he wants to stay there and nothing is going to remove him. The spirit was determined to remain. The spirit wanted to continue to silence the voice of the child, but thank God someone else had a bulldog determination to stay in the fight until the kid was liberated from the spirit. May it never be said of here at the palace of praise and of this generation, oh faithless generation, when it comes to fighting for our children. Folks, I don't know about you, but today I want to make it nice and loud and proclaim from this house. I want to be one voice that I will lift up today and proclaim, I believe, I have faith in God that there can be a revival among our kids. I still want to proclaim that God is still able to fill kids with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I don't care if they're five years of age or six years of age. I have personally witnessed kids speaking in tongues as they receive the Holy Ghost at a very young age. If the devil understands that they're valuable as a child, then how much more should the church understand the value as they are as a child? I don't know about you, but God has provided us with a voice through children's ministry and given to SOC to fight for the voices of the children. You say, what do you mean? The devil doesn't want our children to use their voices singing praises to the king of glory. The devil doesn't want our kids using their voices to quote verses in Bible quizzing. Brother Angelo, he doesn't want them to use their voices to pray or to witness or to teach or to be a part of the kingdom of God. But Sister Amber today has told us she's wanting to loose the voices of the children by providing them with an opportunity to worship God and do something in the kingdom of God, folks. We need to have a burden for our children and this ministry of the children's of ministry in the United Pentecostal Church, we're ministering what? The children in orphanages in Haiti. We are watching children receive the Holy Ghost in our Holy Ghost rallies. And as he's already mentioned, we have already seen 6,100 plus receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost in our Holy Ghost rallies. Thank God for every one of those souls, folks. And because of those kids receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost, we have literally loosed the tongues of children as they receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Why? Because when they receive the Holy Ghost, they begin to speak with other tongues as God takes control of their body and of their tongue. A spirit of the dumb said, I don't want him to speak, but the spirit of my God, I want to loose the children to be able to speak, to praise me to worship me, to pray unto me. We here at the Palace of Praise and the Ministry of Children's Ministry, we are trying to provide an opportunity to hear the voices of our children, folks. 
We don't have a right to try to push them off in a corner and consider them of a less value than the adults in the palace of praise. You need to be careful when you walk by a child as if they are insignificant and they're not really important. They're just a child. Well, guess what? I was a child here at the Palace of Praise walking around here too. And honey, the only reason why I'm still here is so somebody had a thought there was enough importance uh, that they would pray for me and invest in me. And guess who's the pastor of the church now? Me. We don't know where these kids are going to go. We don't know how God is going to use them, but we need to start investing today. We need to start loosening their voices today at the palace of praise. Somebody clap your hands unto the Lord. Give us some music. I'm going to wrap this message up right here. Folks, we need to loose the tongues of our children. Let our children speak. See, the spirit that that child had that day calls that child, and in the words of Jesus, he said, so they could hear and speak. They could not even hear. The child could not hear according to the words of Jesus. Folks, there are spirits that are trying to keep people from hearing. There are spirits that are trying to keep people from hearing God and hearing the word of God. It is attacking our kids. Buckle up. Look at our social media. Look at our phones. Look at everything else going on in our life and all the other entertainments. What is it doing? It's drawing our kids' attention away from the voice of God because they're so involved in other things that they can't hear the voice of God and thus they can't speak because God impresses them to speak. Oh, hear me today. When are we at the palace of praise going to get us such a burden for our kid that it drives us to our knees in prayer to pray, God, whatever you got to do to save our kids, whatever you got to do to me, whatever you got to do to everybody around me, God, give us a burden and compassion for our children. Would you stand to your feet? I challenge this church today. What are, what are we going to do this year? I'm not just limiting this to, to money. That's, that's, the, that's the smallest of all of these things. That's the, the, this thing we're having a lots of fun with. This, this, this thing between the men and the women, that's a fun thing and all that stuff. But the, but the money is a small thing compared to the spiritual side of the fight that's going on in this United States, America, and around the world, folks. Kids are being sold as sex slaves. Kids are being imprisoned, folks, and calls to slave around this world, but it's not just other places in the world. Welcome to the United States of America. It's happening right here in this United States of America. Let me go beyond that. I would say as far as some of us could probably throw a baseball from the top of this building, we would probably be able to hit a building where some kid is being mistreated. whether it's not sexually or physically or verbally, are being abused and not being valued for who they are as the creation of our God. I don't know about you, but we should put a high price tag on every soul 
both children and adults at the Palace of Praise. I challenge us today, what can we do for the children? What can we do for the children? I would like today, if you would, I would like to invite you down at the altar for a few moments here. I want us to make a commitment. But today, I'm not just talking about making a commitment of raising more money. I'm wanting us to make a commitment of let's committing more to doing more for our children than we've ever done before at the Palace of Praise. You know what we need to do? We need to get kids to Sunday school. We need to get kids here on Wednesday night to children's church. We need to get kids into the house of God. And yes, thank God, Henderson's have been bringing lots of kids. Sister Kelsey brings lots of kids. And there's others here that have been bringing kids and lots of kids. I thank God for every one of you that are bringing kids. But I hope all of us can see more kids come into the house of God because their answer is here, folks, at the house of God. I would like for you to take just a moment, if you would, and I'd like for you to pray personally. Say, God, I want you, Lord, to direct me on how I can be a greater influence in the lives of children in this church, in this community, and around the world. Would you pray? Come on. Come on. We need to make a commitment as the church. Same time, you need to ask God, say, God, what do you want me to give that I may be able to affect ministry to our children around the world? Come on, somebody needs to pray. Oh, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Lord, I pray, give us a burden, Lord, for souls, God. Lord, not just adults, but children, Lord Jesus, where the enemy is seeking to silence their voice. But, oh, God, help us, Lord, at the palace of praise to let the children speak. That, Lord, we would pray, God, that they would speak in other tongues, Lord, as you, God, give them anointing. Lord, that we would let them speak in prayer, Lord, and praise unto the King of glory. That we would let them speak, oh God, in Bible quizzing and quoting verses, Lord, from your precious word. And let the children speak, oh God, as they, Lord Jesus, truly preach and teach. Lord, whatever you call them to do, Lord, let them be loose, Lord Jesus, Jesus at the palace of praise. Oh, God, help us, Lord, I pray, to touch the very throne of grace, Lord, that you would pour out mercy, oh, God, upon this generation. Oh, Lord, upon our children in a mighty way, God, that you would steal, oh, Lord, the hand of the enemy against our kids, oh, Lord, in this area. Those kids, oh, God, that are oppressed and depressed, Lord, you would help them, oh, God, to understand there is hope. Lead us, God, to hungry hearts, Lord. Lead us, oh God, to those that are desperate, oh Lord, for changes, oh God, in their life, Lord. Give us boldness in the Holy Ghost, and God, loose the voice of this church in prayer. Loose the voice of this church, oh God, in intercession unto you, oh Lord, for our children, that, oh God, you stir us like never before, Lord, I pray the will, oh God, of our Father to be done in every one of our kids, oh Lord, and our children and our young people at the palace of praise. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 
in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm not going to keep you long or prolong the matter this morning. But I want to say you kids make a difference. Right here from the Palace of Praise over the years, we've got missionaries that have come out of this church, pastors out of this church, district leaders out of this church that have gone all over the world, folks, that are everywhere affecting children's ministers from here, praise singers, musicians, right here from this local congregation. And I thank God for Bishop and Sister King and for their burden that they had for our children. Well, I don't want us to have any less. Matter of fact, I'd like for us to kick it up another notch and really intensify our reaching for our children. Can somebody say amen? I know Brother Darian put this out there, so here's what I'll do. I'll be the, be the first one to lead us here. And so what each dollar is going to represent is a hundredfold. So if you take one, it'll be a hundred. I'll tell you what, I'll be the first one. I'll do the five dollars, and I'll do the five hundredfold. So I'm going to give five hundred dollars. That's what's going to be my pledge. With Why? Matter of fact, I'll make it six, because our children are really worth it. And I'm going to do the six so we can have a 600-fold. Why? Our kids are worth it. I'm going to find the money somewhere, and I'm not going to rob a bank, I promise. God will provide. And by the help of God, I hope to do more than this six and put in more than that. Why? Folks, we got lots of kids that are represented right here in this house. And when I say kids, some of them are adults that truly need God to refill them and restore them and fill them with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We got kids, parents right here whose kids, they want to see saved and they may be 20 and 30 and 40 years of age, but folks, they need God just as much as any one of our little kids here and we really need to keep reaching for them. Those Holy Ghost rallies are not just for kids. They're for everybody. In Roseburg, we had a lady that was 82 years of age at that Holy Ghost rally that received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and you've got it on video showing her speaking in tongues. It's for everybody is who we're reaching for. So before we're dismissed right now, what I'm going to do is we're going to pray for our food back there. But besides that, we're going to pray. I want you to pray and ask the Lord if he would direct you in what you should be doing in regards to this. This is seed money for you. We, again, don't just take the $1 and spend it on a candy bar. But for God, you take it as seed money. If you can do 100, take your one. If you can do two, take two. If you can do 1,000, take 10. And if we run out of ones, I'll find more ones. Okay? We will just keep giving them until you have exhausted the funds we have laid on this altar. I want us to pray. I'm going to pray over our food and time of fellowship back there and our victory dinner for the men. And I'm going to pray that you pray that God will direct you and what you to give. Would you pray with me as we dismiss today? Lord, we are truly thankful, oh God, again, to be in your house, Lord, and to be among your people. Thankful, Lord, for your word, God. Word that has been shared, Lord, by different voices, Lord, in this house this morning. Thankful, God, for our time of worship, Lord, in this house and feeling your presence. And Lord, we ask, oh God, that you would bless our time of fellowship and food, Lord, today. God, that you would bless those, Lord, that have prepared it. 
Lord, I'm asking you, God, direct every mind and every heart, Lord, that is in this house right now as we make our pledges, Lord, unto you in regards to save our children. That, Lord, you would direct us, God, by faith, oh Lord, by faith, that we wouldn't be a faithless generation, but through faith, God, would believe you, Lord, for the blessings and the increase. That this money, God, go, Lord, for our children, your perfect will to be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. You may take the dollar. We're so glad to have all of our guests today. Take how many dollars you feel a burden for. That'd be awesome. And then also, uh, like to say, um, some people asked just this week if, if the gate is finally closed for Christmas for Christ. We're actually going to send that offering in this week. And I know some were gone and said, can I still give? Yeah, you can still go on there. Or if you want to, give it Wednesday night. And we'll make sure that that gets in there for the Christmas for Christ offering before we send it in for it. So if you're still wanting to give to Christmas of Christ and you didn't get that done, you can do it on tithely or you can put it in the canister on Wednesday night. Just make sure.